Hello and welcome to another podcast from my laser-focused positivity podcast series. My name is Stuart Harding and I am here five days per week from Monday to Friday to try and hopefully make you feel a little bit more positive than you perhaps were before you started listening to this podcast. Before I discuss today's topic, let me just remind you or let you know if you're new to my channel that if you'd like to email me your queries or conundrums, then you can do so at stewysongs at gmail.com. That's S-T-E-W-Y-S-O-N-G-S at gmail.com. And I will endeavor to tackle them on a forthcoming show. And if you'd like to support my music career or merely check out my music, what with me being a musician amongst other things by trade, then you can do so via L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E forward slash Stewie songs and both my email address and the web address should be listed in the description of this podcast and depending on which platform you are listening to this via they should both be clickable as well so today's show I've just jotted down some bullet points as I always do today's show is entitled once things have fallen into place I'll be happy once things have fallen into place I'll be happy I'm sure you'll be familiar with this mode of thinking or you know someone who deploys it it's the same mindset which suggests a relationship is what often what we need to make us happy I say this because unless you're happy to start with how can you bring happiness to someone else Okay, so I'm not I don't know if you're in agreement with me on this one, but, you know, once things have fallen into place, I'll be happy. I don't believe that's the way around that it works. I believe that you have to make yourself happy first. So, as I said, unless you're happy to start with, how can you bring happiness to someone else? And if you can't bring happiness to someone else, the relationship, if we're, you know, if we're talking about relationships, the relationship is based on need is not based. It's it's not based on joy. Okay, and this will eventually be draining to the other party. You know, if if you're needy because you need them to make you happy, then it's going to be draining to the other party and it will feel quite stifling. And you might then bring about the end of that relationship by being needy because you weren't happy to start with, because you tried to you waited for things to fall into place rather than making them fall into place. Relationships are one example, but in all areas of life, you need to be the one making you happy, as I just alluded to. Because when you take control, you feel empowered and confidence is very attractive to people. So once you start making yourself happy to, you know, taking steps, taking direct action, taking direct action to make yourself happy, you're going to feel empowered and you're going to feel confident and confidence is attractive to people. That is you're more likely to meet someone that way and meet someone, you know, where you're sharing joy and not, you know, where you're not basically um, sharing, you know, being needy. And it's more likely that the relationship will last longer. And this is, you know, being more confident and feeling empowered and being more confident is not just attractive to a potential suitor. It's attractive to family, friends and employers. And it, you will radiate this confidence and this, you know, this empowerment that you feel and people want will want to spend more time in your company. So how do you do this? You do this by doing things with a, which a confident person would do. So if you're not sure what a confident person would, would do, then find out. Successful people, it's a vague term, but successful people are often are usually very confident. So contact successful people. Just ask them for a bit of advice. You know, what do you do? How do you, you know, how have you gone about, you know, because I'm sure many of them weren't always confident. Ask them ways that they've gone about being confident or how they've become confident. Even if you don't feel confident, 
by doing things which a confident person would do, even if you don't feel confident, your subconscious will learn through your constant repetition. Everything I've become good at and everything I've you know gotten good at, I've done has been solely, almost entirely just through constant repetition. This is how I conquered my fear of being on stage. And subsequently, you know, slightly after my fear of being on stage, I had a specific fear of singing publicly. So when I started to conquer my fear of being on stage, I still had a fear of singing publicly. And eventually I just did it. I just sang and it became slightly easier the next time I thought, oh, I quite enjoyed that. So I was thinking about it a lot because I'd done it once. And because I'd enjoyed it, I wanted to do it again. And eventually it got easier and easier and easier. And now I do that without even thinking. I, You know, I sing professionally. It doesn't bother me. I'm as comfortable on stage as I am off of stage. I know that's not the case for many professional performers, but for me it certainly has been and certainly is now. So constant repetition. If you wait for things to fall into place, nothing will change because there's been no mindset shift, okay? So unless, unless you do things proactively to make something fall into place. Nothing's going to change because your mindset hasn't you know, changed at all. This is the same reason why most people who go on a diet eventually put the weight back on. And the diet, you know, these unscrupulous, I'm not a fan of these uh, companies that promote diet plans because they know exactly what they're doing. They know for a fact that unless the mindset shifts, then the person will, you know, they'll take this person's money for this diet plan. And because the mindset of the person that they've taken the money from hasn't shifted the person as well. They know will put the weight back on and that's how they, and the the person will probably go back to the diet plan and this kind of yo-yoing keeps going and it keeps these diet plan companies in business. So I'm not a fan of them at all. This kind of, you know, um, you know, unless you shift the mindset, so unless you change your mindset, uh, then nothing is going to change where weight loss or anything else is concerned. And until they've adjusted, you know, if you're one of these people, until you've adjusted your lifestyle, uh, you know, nothing's going to change. The, the, the um, thinking has to change first. Um, it's the same reason why many lottery winners, another example, it's the same reason why many lottery winners blow all of their winnings shortly after winning it. Because once again, you know, they haven't scaled their mindset to account for the fact that their, you know, bank account has scaled. As a professional Forex trader, as someone who trades the financial markets professionally and what with trading being predominantly about psychology, I know that this is partly why many traders blow their trading accounts. Many of them, you know, some of them make money quite fast, which is, you know, a trap in itself, but I won't go down that rabbit hole. Uh, Many of people make a lot of money and then they give it all back because they haven't scaled their mindset to account for the fact that they now have large trading accounts. That's why I'm more concerned with slow, consistent growth or just steady, consistent growth where my trading is concerned, because this is going to this is allowing my mind to scale at the same rate as my account scales rather than me, you know, taking on much larger capital and my mindset, you know, being yet to catch up. A few years ago, on a slight tangent, a few years ago, I noticed a post-it note on my partner's late mum's memo board in her kitchen unfortunately my partner's mum had passed away and my partner and I were clearing out her home and I noticed a, a this post-it note on a memo board which and it's always stuck with me it said man who waits for roast duck to fly into mouth must wait very very long time this has always stuck with me because it obviously implies that we need to be 
we need to be the change that we want to see, to paraphrase a famous quote, okay? So if we sit there waiting for a roast duck to fly into our mouth, it's not going to happen, is it? You have to catch the duck, you have to kill it, unfortunately, and then you have to cook the duck. So I kind of, I think it's always stuck with me because I think that analogy, um, which is probably why it was on my, you know, partner's mum's memo board, is is meant to represent if you want something, go out and get it. Don't sit there waiting for things to fall into place because that's not how life works. You may be familiar with the quote, a goal without a plan is just a wish. Once again, implying that nothing will fall into place unless you have a concrete plan of action. So set goals. If you if you've listened to some of my previous podcasts, you'll be familiar with the fact that I set five daily goals, which either directly or indirectly lead to my longer term goals. I also set uh, quarterly goals. I've set goals for this quarter, Q4, as we call it. So, you know, the quarter uh, relating to October, November and December of this year. And I write these down. I don't just write them down. I have a plan of action, you know, with each goal, I have a description and in each um description it doesn't just say what i want to achieve it says how i'm going to do it and i use for reference if you're interested i use notion if you go to notion.so i'm actually using that at the moment for my bullet points it's a brilliant platform it's not so great for storing like spreadsheets and stuff like that but it is great for storing written documentation it actually stores saves stuff as you go you don't even need to save anything and even if your computer crashes which has happened before if you go back to it, it's saved everything you've done. So create a plan. You can store all of this. I highly recommend Notion. It's the best documenting platform that I've found, and I use it for my quarterly plans. I don't use it for my daily goals. I actually handwrite those in a just on an A4 notepad, and I've been doing that for some time. But for longer-term goals and for documentation that you don't want to lose, I highly recommend Notion. So go and check that out. Uh, brilliant platform. The more detail you go into with your goals, the more you'll be able to visualize not if, but how things will fall into place. So rather than waiting for everything to fall into place, if you have a detailed plan, you'll be able to visualize not if, but how things will fall into place. And the more detail you go into with this plan, the less you'll wait for things to happen and the more proactive you will be in making them happen. And the more proactive you are, the more you're rewiring your mind, you're rewiring your subconscious to believe that you're in charge and that, you know, uh, you're not waiting for things to fall into place. The more proactive you are, the more you have a plan and the more detailed your plan, the more you'll feel in charge. That's going to make you feel more empowered. And then, you know, the spiral, the, the ripple effect of this is going to cause you to believe as it does me. Now, I actually believe that everything that happens is you know, is solely of my making, even if it's not, because it makes believing that makes me feel empowered. It makes me feel in charge of my entire life. I placed a losing trade today and um, it's only the second losing trade I've placed in two months. Okay. And the reason I won't bore you with the detail, but I was basically taken out of that trade by volatility. Okay. It wasn't the move that happened that took me out of the trade for a loss wasn't indicative of the structure of the things I look for. It didn't make sense structurally in terms of the patterns that we look for. It didn't make sense. It was just volatility. People that don't know what they're doing, just jumping on board and just buying and selling all over the place. And the volatility just took me out of the trade. However, I accept full responsibility for that. I don't blame the people that do that that were just buying and selling everywhere. People are doing that at the minute because they're trying to get rich quick, fast. They're not you know, they don't know what they're doing. They're just trying to make money. They're not trying to, you know, work on themselves. They're trying to work on their bank account. And that just never really works. 
So I accept full responsibility and, um, and, and that makes me feel in charge. I then believe that every trade that I place is solely, you know, whether it's a win or a lose, it's solely my responsibility. How that trade has turned out, I feel 100% responsible for, and that makes me feel confident, empowered, and inspired. And, um, you know, in every area of, of life, not just trading. People don't realize how much, just to uh, end this podcast with something which I think is a little bit more poignant. Most people don't realize how much power they have at their disposal by way of their thinking. If they did, I'm sure most of them wouldn't wait for things to happen. They would make them happen, which is the point that I've obviously been trying to hammer home in this podcast. So don't wait for things to happen, folks. Make them happen by, make them happen by taking charge and having a concrete plan of action. That is more sustainable than a wish. I can tell you that much. But that's it for me for for now, folks. I hope you've taken some value from today's show. And just a reminder that if you'd like to email me your queries or conundrums, then you can do so at stewysongs at gmail.com. As I said at the start of this podcast, that is S-T-E-W-Y-S-O-N-G-S at gmail.com. I've only had one email uh, so far. Uh, I'm still fairly new to this. And I did discuss, as promised, the um, the conundrum that the person that emailed me brought to my attention i discussed it and i gave my objective perspective on it and i will if you do that if you email me i will endeavor to tackle your um conundrum on a forthcoming show and give you my objective perspective as well and if you'd like to support my music career or merely check out my music then i would greatly appreciate that and you can do that you can do so via linktr.ee forward slash stewie songs And as I said at the start of the show, both my email address and the web address should be listed in the description of this podcast. And depending on which platform you're listening listening to it via, they should both be clickable as well. If just to touch on it quickly, if you would like to, um, you know, follow me, I will be doing these podcasts from Monday to Friday for the foreseeable future. So feel free to follow me if you'd like to catch those and be, you know, notified once I've uploaded a new one. Feel free to rate this show. Uh, I believe all of the above, you know, helps these to rank in search results, helps me to reach and affect more people. If you'd like to share this about, that also helps as well. It helps me to reach more people. You know, I don't make money out of actually these podcasts. I don't, I used to get, I get streaming royalties for my music, which you can find via that link, but I don't actually get royalties for, you know, how many times this podcast is listened to. So I'm doing this solely just to help people because it makes me feel good. And uh, hopefully it helps, um, you know, other people in the process. But I will be, that's it for now, folks. I will be back tomorrow with another one of these podcasts. But for now, have a great day and I will speak to you again soon. Thank you very much indeed for listening.